Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, I just oh, oh, want to... Oh, sorry. Oh, there we go. I've worked out where we are now. We're back. Here we are. Back where we go. I so, was lost. I was just going to say, we're going to take a little break there and start up again. Mate, this is a two-parter for yeah. your marathon trainers. Yeah. So if you're listening to part two, welcome. Well, welcome back. Robinson and Rob Deere. This is just part one. Hi. Hi. How are you? You all right? Oh, but this, this is my test to you, right? What, what, after us chuntering for five miles yeah. about marathons and marathon training in particular, what were the takeaways? Sum up part one in one sentence. Long Sunday run. Yeah. The, the most important thing. Yeah. Get used to running. Fast when you're tired, if you want to do a time. Try to finish the long Sunday run. Fastish in terms of effort. And then chill out in the last week before the marathon. Yeah, good. That's sort of basically. I think that uh, the, absolutely. And that leads into the next thing quite nicely, because I think the subtext there is, is finding ways of getting used to the idea. You know, so it's not too much of a shock to the system. Yeah. I mean, all these things, there's a lot of technical stuff a marathon will tell you about you know, not doing, not wearing different shoes, not trying different things out. And that's absolutely true. You know, you should try out all your fuel, yes. your gear. Yeah. If you're running a fancy dress, for God's sake, you're going to yeah. have to embarrass yourself <laughs> running 20 miles in it. Yeah. And, uh, but equally, I think they tap into a deeper truth that you just need to try and get your subconscious ready for this thing. Yeah. Ready for this shock to the system. The difference between lining up really, really prepared and not it's, it's profound actually, isn't it? Yeah. Completely changes the day. Yes. It's that sort of exam mentality, isn't it? And it took yeah. me a long time to realise that I spent a few at least a few marathons I lined up thinking, I'm quite fit. Yep. But I'm kind of waiting for some magic to overtake me on the day. Yeah, yeah. That's going to really help me out. That's the wrong way around. It doesn't exist. No. That doesn't happen. You work hard so that you get the magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The magic doesn't jump on you. When they are separate. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's life, really, isn't it? I yeah. mean, I think that we are designed um, in terms of ambition and goals. We always, we do, our reach always exceeds our grasp. Yeah. So what you do is... You train as best you can, and then you see. Yes. You know, Stanislavski, Stanislavski taught about, you know, the, the bare bones of what would become method acting, you know, truly becoming who you're going to be when you're acting. Right. And what he was looking for 
was this incredible moment, the, the magic, like you say, on the day when where the actor yeah. becomes the character. Yes. But the, the thing that he counseled ahead of that was know your lines incredibly yeah. well. Physically transform yourself into that person. Practice the accent. You know what I mean? So it's not about not rehearsing, not preparing. You do everything. Yes, yeah. So that... So that when the magic comes, you can catch it. Jazz, jazz musicians, you know, so well trained, they'd be able yeah, to play they want, yeah. all kinds of things. And that's what, when, that's how you feel when you're really fit as a runner. You can change paces. And, but yeah. a, for me, that's a great. That's one of the great moments of any marathon. If you're fit, about 21, 22 miles. Yeah. You've had all your gels. So you've got no gels in your pockets anymore. Yeah. You've had your, you've had your water. Yeah. And you just throw everything away, and it's like this is it now. Yeah. It's, and if you're fit, it's that kind of, I'm just, it's just pure running. I'm yeah, just yeah. A pure running now. And that's a really glorious. You're like moment. evil can evil. Yeah, because you've gone up off one side of the canyon. Yeah, you do all. There the, you go. You do all the gels every 40 minutes. Yeah. Which is something I, I only did last year, and it really worked for me after being very resistant to gels. Yeah, and I would every go the other way. Minutes. See, I did. Me. I've done gels in the past. Yeah. I, I was specifically, I suppose it should be noted, was uh, leaning heavily on gels when I got my marathon PB. Right. And then I didn't for, I think, two marathons there. Yeah. And uh, went down to just Starburst. Right. Which I did okay with. Yes. You're a big fan of Starburst. Aren't you? Yeah, they're great. And then I, I did had one gel in New York. And it was horrific. Really? I wanted to have it surgically <laughs> removed. Oh, no. I was oh, no. genuinely tempted to, yeah. to try and work it back out again. Yeah. And I'm sure I was putting a lot on it. I don't think I entirely blame the gel. But equally, I never want a gel again. I mean, I, I used to leave gels until really late in the marathon. When it was almost a bit too late. Yeah. So I started doing them every 40 minutes. Yeah. So which is about four or five gels in a, in a race for me. And wash down with water. And is your first one forty minutes in or at the start? Forty minutes in. Right. Forty minutes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I just felt it worked. But yeah. It, but at the same time, it's really nice when all those when it, when everything's gone. Yeah. When you're not carrying anything and thinking, when am I next going to do my gel or yeah, yeah, yeah. sip an energy drink? Well, or if nothing <laughs> else, what you do there is you realise. That the finish line is a real thing, that you are yes. going to get there. Yeah. Which is hard to imagine so much of the time. Yes. You know, the next, what's the next big thing? It's the finish. That's that great uh, tipping point. I mean, you get it in all, I'm sure in all marathon courses. Yeah. But I feel it profoundly in London. Yeah. About 22, 23 miles when you hit the embankment and suddenly... The finish is a possibility. Yes. It's kind of calling to you. It's when you pop out of There's that There's something tunnel. about it, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's a magic yeah. moment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting excited now when I talk about it. Yeah. Of course I'll be pacing this year. Some people, I felt, I felt defensive towards London when someone said that the Manchester Marathon, which got good reviews from everyone, they say it's flat and yes. well supported, which I think is what they meant, as sort of saying, loads of people cheering and stuff. Yeah. And they said it's... It's like a little London. I thought, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. You don't run out of Trafford and get that same experience. And the London experience is so about, I'll tell you what race is like London. And that's the Great North Run. Love to do it. And, uh, and uh, New York as well. It's those, it's those suburbs. Right. You know, it's getting into those places. And I suppose you do get that in Manchester, I wouldn't know. 
Well, there's been a few controversies with Manchester in recent years. There was one year where they lost all the kit, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, the kit got all messed up. I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. Than just you need to be looked really after. Tired. You yes. Your kit's covered in water. You can't find it. Everyone's moody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I mean, because when, when you came up short, didn't they? It came up short, which is awful. Yeah. And as long as they fixed it, but yeah. Like it basically the, takes that achievement away. It 26 it? miles and 20 hours, mate. What's the problem? <laughs> Just chill, mate. What's it's, all, it's almost a marathon, mate. The other one that comes up is having it in Brighton and Edinburgh. It's running out of water. Right. Again, that's horrific, isn't it? Yeah, and it's also... It, that, it, it, it lacks the democracy you need. The marathon really needs to look after the people who are going to take six hours to do it. Absolutely. Because they've got the hardest day. They have the hardest job. They're running all that time. They need taking care of. Yeah, absolutely. Run for, for the fast runners to make all the walk. That's, that's I mean, in very real terms, in, in medical terms, it's important. Yeah, of and course. In, and in psychological terms. Yeah. Those runners are... They, they're a, they're exactly as important as the front runners. Yeah, of course. And B, they're yeah, they're putting more of it out there physically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look after them, for goodness' yeah. sake. But I've heard good things. I've got a few clubmates doing Manchester fast flat. Yeah, they're up for it. They want to okay, run a fast time and not have the stress of London. What about this though? I think flat marathons are overrated. Go on, because. because. Um, I mean, if you're going to do a hilly one, that's really going to take it out of you. But you've got a marathon that isn't particularly famous for being flat, but it's flat enough. Right. Like London. Yeah. Or, very specifically, I suppose, Yorkshire, which isn't flat, but it's flat enough to go fast. Yes. Yorkshire's a weird one, cause, which we are going to be doing in October. Yeah. It's got some really nice, gradual, long downhills, which I love. Yeah. But it has got a couple of hills. But you have to go up them again. Yeah. And it's got yeah. that nippy little hill just before the end, doesn't it? Yeah. Just a very Yorkshire move, that, isn't it? I would just say, obviously, a flat marathon, there's, 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 there's just physics says, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. But I think we should, people should be careful in this conversation, you know, when you're not on the ground, when we are on the internet talking about it, and someone says, oh, go and do it, it's flat. It's not necessarily a positive, you know. A flat route can be relentless. Yeah. Uh, a long flat road in front of you can really wear it out. And also, it's more, if you're losing it, if you're tired, right. and you're in on this course which is supposed to be easy, that can be really depressing. Yeah. You know, say you're 18 in Manchester, thinking, I'm dying here. Yeah. You don't want to have a voice in your head saying, you shouldn't be. It's flat, yeah. it's fast. It depends how So watch that. They're hard. You said it the other day online. You've still got to run the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like when people talk about good rooms in comedy. You've still got to be funny in them. Yeah. But I've been said that if you're a fit, fast club runner, then I can see the virtue in a flat Yeah, course. yeah. It's m- I think we're probably talking about me, aren't we? It's a, a lack of fitness yeah, and, no, no, no. and an overabundance of imagination. No, no, no it like is. a bit of variety. Yeah, I had that in... I get that. I, I felt like the flat fastness in Berlin was, was, was mocking me. It was relentless. Right. It's wearing me out. Yeah. And I, I felt that before the run, you know, when I got there, I was like, where are the hills? Yeah. This city is tiring me out. What we're talking about here is the... Is the the chat between marathons for time and marathons for experience. Yes. And, and we're sort of starting to, well, I feel myself starting to crest the idea of wanting to run marathons for experience. Yeah. So hills for us, good fun. 
Yeah. I'm not in the, I don't want to. I don't want to go to Berlin to get a PB. No. I'm, I'm interested in going to. You know, where at Riga or whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. Just and have a bit of a laugh, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> have a bit of a laugh and have a new experience. But I think also it's a complicated one because London is such a big deal, you know. Everyone's sort of saying, ah, oh, you should try a different one. And that is definitely valid. But then there's lots of people who can't get into London. Yeah. So when we get our places... You it can, feels uh, a bit precious to say I don't fancy it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I think also that it is, or it will be for us, it'll always be the one to play against. I mean, like what you were just saying, it's got all of it, hasn't it? It's, the, it's not flat, but it's flat enough to run well. Yeah. It's a, you can, it's not a, night, it's not a great run for the club run, running for time, but it's certainly well enough set up that you can. Oh, yeah. You I can mean, get your sub three. A lot of runners do get PBs. But, you, but it's very much geared towards, and this, I really believe in, despite being somebody who wants pace myself, I don't want to do a marathon that, that isn't welcoming to the slow runner. Yes. Yeah. That's not of interest Yeah, to me. I agree. I definitely agree. And that was an aspect of Berlin, I felt. It was a runner's race. But then, maybe that's because I was up the front. I don't know. Right. So in terms of marathon training, long run, get your tempo in with a bit of a park run, run to the park run, leg round it, run back. Whatever you're going to... Um, these gels, if you're going to do gels and water, do it on a training run. Yeah, try an experiment. Yeah. yeah. And also, if you're running anything half marathon and up... Plasters on the nipples. Plasters on the nipples. Get them on there. Vaseline on the genitals. If you well, don't want to do it yourself, get a marshal to do it for you. They'll yeah. happily do it. Yeah, and this guy in the high vis. Yeah. When you're just out and you see someone in the high vis and you're training, yeah. that counts as a marshal. Yeah. <laughs> just take your Vaseline oh, over. Mate. Guys, would you, can you just rub some vas onto Paul? I've got a bit of chafing. <laughs> just the right one. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take a picture of that guy's stony face, <laughs> yeah. but um, I don't think he'd have liked it. No. That is a good point, the, pl the plastering of the nipples. Yes. Which I, I didn't do my first marathon. <sighs> I look like I've been shot twice in my, yeah, my yeah, chest. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that, the guy. I mean, I think, really think twice about fancy dress. You don't want to be in a fancy dress with a face that says... I know, I, I know true misery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen a guy, that horse, tall, swarthy guy, in a wedding dress, with a face, <laughs> a grimace, yeah. and two stains where his nipples are bleeding. <laughs> it's not fun anymore, is it? No. It's not. A little fun rehearsal anymore. for marriage there. Yeah, and you finish with you finish nippless. You think they'll never come back? Which is quite disturbing post-marathon. <laughs> uh, uh, get your toenails short. Yep. Put your toenails. Yep. Sort your feet out. That is that's the key thing. I didn't get that until I'd done it once. So I said it might be worth telling people is that that's how you get a black toenail. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a repetitive injury. You give yep. that toenail a tiny little waggle. And you do that for all day. That eventually creates a bit of nastiness underneath. So get them good and short. Vaseline your upper arms as well, where it meets your vest or your t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I used to anything that's going to get. I wouldn't run in the vest because it's the it's flesh against flesh. It's where yeah. my arms touch my uh, body. 
there's got to be shots yeah. anything else you know I used to wear a clip music player on my kind of left hip right and in the end that will put a little hole in my tum touching it every time right if you wear any kind of support Vaseline underneath it anything that's going to you can run 15 miles underneath support you won't notice you run 20 miles when you take it off yeah you'll be wearing a red you'll really know flayed knee support where it was sun cream when you're training yeah particularly on those corners of your forehead Drink a, in terms of drinking during drink the race. Drink a pint of milk a day. In terms of drinking during the race. I tend to, I don't know, I weigh, uh, uh, you go on, I two pints of lager. I drink a little, I drink a little often. Yeah. I like to, it's almost like a little sucky cup. Yeah, yeah. To carry around with me. You don't want to get that feeling of, oh, I've had a good old drink and it's going, good doom, good no. doom, go around in your gut. No. But generally, I think people tend to worry a little bit too much about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the drink thing. Yeah. Just a little bit. Too. I think it's slightly, um, it's part of the culture, isn't it? Yeah. In a way, it's sensible to worry about all these things. But everyone has got a plan with the drinks. Yeah. Because everyone's talked about it. For example, the, the idea that water is not going to be able to hydrate you enough. It's got to be a fiction. Right? It has to be nonsense, yeah. I mean, sure, there's things in a Lucasade sport that you can't get from water. Sugars, electrolytes, I don't know. But water will probably keep you hydrated. People were running, what with it being water and all? People were running two marathons in two hours and eight minutes with water. You know, in the 80s. Yes. It's fine, a bit of uh, something to be worried about. And when you do a half marathon, you don't always need water. Yeah. You know I mean, if you're well hydrated before you start, people... People just panic. And it's possible not to panic too much. That you don't need to pour it over your head and along the back of your legs. Although, maybe you do. Although I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, people do. I, my my, uh, routine with water, get the water, have a little sip. Yeah. Back of the neck, and then I squeeze back of the net, and then oh, I sorry. and then I squeeze it on my on my hamstrings as well. Yeah, yeah. Just to ease. Would you do that like straight away, like after half an hour? Would you do no, it? No, no, no. Towards on? the end. Yeah. Towards the end. Save it for a treat, and then a playful little squirt into the runner next to me. Into the just now. to get that banter going. Here you go, mate. Yeah. Ah! Or, or or I mix a bit of salt with it and just squeeze it in their eye. Yeah. Just there you go. Yeah. yeah. Salty water bath. Having a good day. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can really see that when I was kind of peeling off and going over. <laughs> the barrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just lag it before Have you noticed we're going past Victoria Park again? So many people running now. Brilliant, isn't it? And it's amazing. It's like an army training. You I feel like everyone's training for the same thing. Of course yeah. they're not, but you feel everyone's running the marathon. Because of not having so many gigs and it being Christmas and stuff. Running the park on Saturdays. Yeah. Not something I necessarily do. Running in Park on a Saturday, it's a runners, it's a running festival. Yes, they're all there. Yeah, it's brilliant. But then it's taking brilliant. the kids to school at, you know, quarter to eight in the morning. They're there again. People, they said, we were saying the other day, is London is the capital of running to work. Yeah, it's great. Yes, it's good stuff. Um, because sending the kid, kids out to school in the dark at the moment. With the weather. What, with the orchestra in the morning sort of thing? Yeah. And uh, and, and it, we were so, oh, it's a bit miserable, but me and my son on different days caught the uh, dawn chorus this week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That was a nice daring moment, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't sort of realise till after, so I went out uh, to a shop and all the birds were singing. Came back, 
took my daughter out and said, oh, listen to all the birds we sing, and they weren't. Right. It's because they sing for a bit and then they stop. And you miss that. When the sun comes and the summer's upon us, we'll all be asleep when that yes, happens. Yeah. So it's a little gift from the winter, that one. I'm still stuck in the... Get him out of bed at five past eight. Yeah. Set off at 24 minutes past eight. Arrive at school gates at 8.27 before an 8.30 start routine. Yeah, yeah. Nice and relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's grounded this weekend, Rudy. Yeah. That's it. He's grounded. Because so he gets a good night's sleep for school. Well, or so was there something naughty? No, it's just he was just doing the thing last weekend. I told you about his new best mate. Yeah. So he's got this new best mate who's... Lovely lad. It's trouble. Yeah, trouble. Yeah. Expelled from his last school, whatever. We're doing our best, and he's fine. There's a lot of sweetness in him. He's fine, but he's just one yeah. of... a lot of sweetness in him because of all the chocolate. Is that because of all the drugs here? Yeah, yeah, because he's got the munchies. <laughs> so he's trying, to, he's trying to stop Rudy just descending into the gangster life. Yes. Uh, which is a, a tricky battle. But in the last weekend, he was just nipping off. Saying he'll be back a certain time. Thank you. Not being uncontactable on his phone. Yeah. Just just basically running away. Yeah. For like a day and a half over the weekend. And then coming back going, what? Coming back bleary-eyed, you know, really hungry. You know, the telltale sale signs of a weekend's... It's spent weekend. Marijuana abuse. Yeah. And uh, we're just not having it. He's got to stay in touch. So we... So he's grounded. Good. And he didn't like it. Thank oh. you so much. Cheers. Sorry, thanks. That lady let us run around the puddle. Yeah. It was kind because she was going well. Sometimes you've got to do that. Yeah. I'm, and I'm such a soft touch because he knows exactly how to play me. But, like, but Dad, I've never really had a best friend. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You play yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I really get that. I really feel it, but I just don't want it. I want to keep some kind of balance. Yeah, you know? have you read The Goldfinch? Yes, I have, yes. Sounds like his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. My, uh, I want my daughter up to school therefore yesterday. And it's totally predictable, and yet, in the event, such a shock to the system. Right. And it was all in good part. But in the morning, for some reason, as you or I would, you and, you and I would, we got into a little bit of angry Scottish. Take your ball through to the kitchen. Right. And she picked it up. She was like, oh, mate, do you not understand? You know, picking up not just the accent, but the emotional heft. Right. Kind of okay. bellowing to each other in angry yeah. Scottish, which is great fun. And then we went up to school. And from, you know, from about half a mile away from the school, she's going, stop, you know, sound like singing. Just singing, not yeah. silly singing, but right. audible singing. Nice. Oh, yeah. stop, stop. And by the time we get to the school gate, she's basically shushing my everything. Right. <laughs> I, in a side story, yeah. she'd forgotten her PE kit. Right. So I phoned my wife. She's cycling after us with the PE kit. Luckily, we're early, so we're going to make it. So I'm standing outside the school gate with Dave still chatting to her and just two-thirds of everything I'm saying I'm doing. She's going, shh, 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 yeah, I know, I know. shh, and no one can hear. I know. It's just the concept of me. Of course. She doesn't want anyone to pick up on, which is classic. You know, it's what's supposed to happen when you're 11. But it's, it's school, but, so And also, she's so, she celebrates it the rest of the time. It's, it's just a real adjustment, isn't it? It's hypocrisy. Yeah.
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, there's obviously something in, in us that likes to embarrass. I don't know about you, but there's something in me that likes the idea of embarrassing our kids. Yeah, yeah. If we get the chance. Oh, that's in the, that's in the manual, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's a dad. goes without saying. It's a dad maneuver. But it's, it's easy to forget... How embarrassing you can be. Yeah, oh just yeah. by being alive, it's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah you just don't by need to push it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah your, your very existence is a source of embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, which can be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though you, it's, like, it's like when people laugh. As a comedian, it's like when people laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, well, that bit wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just laughing at my face. I had one with uh, Bonnie recently because go- they've been going to the library to study. Well done. And, I, and well I've, done. Been going, I've been going to the library to to work on this book idea. Yeah. Obviously, completely opposite ends. No, ooh, sorry, mate. Oh, sorry, mate. No, nowhere near. went the same way. Yeah. I thought you and that cyclist, look at you, uh, you. This is the canal lock. I thought that Paul and that cyclist were both just going to go into for a split second there. You just both went towards it, Yeah, yeah. You? Look out, look out. I let these ones go too. Should you do the ZZ top swing and roll? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so sorry, opposite ends of the no, library. So I, opposite, so I was nowhere near her, but I had to, had to go and see her to drop off some money or something, you know, because I'm useful for money. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and that's money to spending on things <laughs> as opposed to their money. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's separate, the, the money they've saved that we've given them already Yeah, for the account. That's their money now. Yeah, so, and it's that atmosphere when you're studying where everyone's working really hard. But they're always they're all really aware of each other as well. Oh yeah. That kind of slightly sexual but weird tension of of the studying thing. Yeah, you're still gonna study with your best mates or people you fancy. Yes, yeah, with yeah, seven, seventeen sense. year olds. Yeah. So I come into the room, it's a separate room. 
on already, everyone's noticed me. Yes. And I can't help but start to walk a little bit silly. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. put on a lazy little stupid walk. I'm already wearing a big coat and kind of, yeah. you know, velour baggy tracks. I already look vaguely comic. Yeah. Not so vaguely. I, uh, entirely. <laughs> and I just start just being a little bit silly. Yeah. And people giggling and stuff. And I go up and talk to Bonnie. She, her head is in her hands. Yeah. Completely red-faced. Yes. Just gesturing me to leave immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take the long way around the library room. Every now and again, turning to wave at her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just before I left the room, big blown kiss. <laughs> just to put the seal on it. It was, a, it was a lovely moment that I appreciated, and her mates. And Bonnie, to be fair, is old enough to handle that. Is she? But yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's spoken to you since. She's fine. Is she it, have was to like, it, was a, it was just a night. You just thought, I've got to play this. Yeah, I have yeah. to play this I moment. mean, to be fair to her, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You sound like you were truly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, totally. In a way, you made it okay for everyone. Yeah, yeah leaning I, hard into the I wind. played my dadness, <laughs> totally, yeah. yeah. But it's nice to remember... What you said about the social is how embarrassing the things these kids can be embarrassed by. Yeah. Like, for example, Daisy, who is not by any means a sort of natural student academic. You know, she's like, oh, God, good do my homework. You know, when she does her homework, she does it brilliantly. She's yeah. smart and she's getting into a good rhythm of doing it. But it's learned, you know. Yes, yeah. Anyway, you don't think of that as being a negative. But she was saying about one of, you know, she hands in her homework done and on time oh wow yeah <laughs> and, you know someone in a class goes oh, do you like doing homework it's like no it's just I know, I know. you're just supposed to do it it's awful isn't it yeah. she got a phone call not just a merit mark or a nod but a phone call to julia from the drama teacher and he was saying but um she'd been really good today and that said, oh, really? Well, well, why? What did she do? She was one of three people in drama who didn't get their names written on the board for being incredibly naughty. <laughs> it's kind that, of a thing in there aiming a bit too low there. Yeah, that's state school, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I that's think that's but it's great that she's got that. Yes. <laughs> she at least is on the right side. Yes, absolutely. Oh, there's one of the schools they could have gone to again past now. That's Bridge Academy. It's an academy school. It's Toby Young School. Is it? No, I don't know. Don't know if I got it. Yes, I got it. So, um, yeah, they get... I, what I was saying to her, she went to the Six One Centre the other day. That's quite a strict sign saying, you know, no talking. Sorry, if you want to talk, go through there. Right. But it just addressed the reader like a respected person, you know? Right. And she said, oh, it's, like a, it's a nice change. Yes. So they don't like... Their new academy, their school was academized this year. And they, it's preemptive discipline. Right. You know, they're basically, particularly when the executive head is around, the whole school is in a state of being told off. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate, I really hate Yeah, that. I totally disapprove. Yeah. Because, one, I think it's not respectful. It's not respectful to the kids who yeah. aren't being naughty. Yeah, and I also agree. to the kids who are humans. Yes, yeah. Not, not, not farm animals. They're and not two, things to be controlled, yeah. You know, whether you have that opinion on ethics or how discipline should work, I would say, distinct from that, I think it evidentially doesn't work. And I'll tell you for why. Go on, man. I think it introduces the idea of bad behaviour. 
you're telling them that it exists. Yes, yeah. You're saying, we expect bad behaviour from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you're saying we expect you not to do it, yeah. you still have introduced the idea. Whereas if you start in saying, we, I assume we're all going to be good and all on message today. Yeah. It's just so much more positive. It's like when, when, when Compare said, if you're going to heckle, heckle me. Yeah, they don't He's mean that. introducing the concept of heckling. Yeah, that's right. Or when I do a group show and they go, oh, here he is cheating with his guitar. Yeah. And now the audience think I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and really they never would have done. Yeah, no, and more no, fundamentally no. at a comedy gig, if you walk on stage, just me and you now, you walk on stage assuming that everyone's going to have a good time, yeah. chances are they will. Yes, yeah. and, and then if you walk on stage going, oh, you guys seem a bit rough, let's see how this goes. Yeah. You've introduced, you know, in that context, that seems obvious. Yes, but yeah, that's yeah. exactly the same as the school thing. Yeah, assuming good behaviour until you see otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. God's sake. decency. Because otherwise, you yeah. basically you requested it. Yeah. Because what you do is you create a forum where it exists. So all people have to do is occupy the space. Whereas if you don't create a forum where it exists, you have too much braver to start it up. Yeah. It's got to be a decision. Yeah. So it's quite hard. It's quite hard than the school, which is in terms of like collective. Yeah, well, specifically the kids like doing drama. Yeah. And drama is a, uh, uh, I'm doing uh, inverted commas in the air, DOS subject. Yes, yeah. So it's really just, so they just want they to have to sit around not learning anything while kids the, ma- the majority of the class is being told off right. and, and ignoring the telling off. Yeah. Go and stand outside. No, I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for an hour. Yeah. Twice a week. That's great, isn't it? That's a total waste of their time. Everyone's winning, man. And this is a subject that they're into. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not right. You almost want two, a two-tier drama system, don't you? Yeah, so well, I think, are into it. I think a lot of that is, and it is, comes back to the kind of uh, social, you know, slightly Michael Govian attitude to different subjects. You know, academic subjects, they are streamed. Are they so really? these things always happen in kind of cooking and drama. Right. Okay. It's like some people are into. Yes. Yeah, some people yeah. want to become chefs yeah. and actors. Yeah. Idiots. Because, because the basic thing is, you know, you could get into the specific politics of my kid's school or whatever. But it's a fashion, a really uh, superficial fashion. Yeah. You know, it just looked like this last September when everyone went back to school. They, uh, they was like, oh, it's so strict about uniform, so strict about rules. It's like, that's not the, that's not the answer. Yeah. It's just one way, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's so lame. The zero policy. I'm a bit embarrassed for them. So, yeah. I've noticed something else weird. We always end up talking about kids and parenting on this specific stretch. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> it's because we're getting, it's because we've reached a certain stage and we're just chatting. Yeah. And that's a big thing in our lives, isn't it? Absolutely. That's a huge thing. Yeah. George is going back to Manchester in a couple of days. Oh, Johnny! You're going to miss him again. Yeah. And, uh, he, he said, he said uh, I said, uh, went for a little meal the other day. I said, it's been really nice to meet George back. It's made me realise how much I miss him. And he's like, yeah, but it'd be, it'd be better if I came home. My room was like, my room, it's like you've changed my room. And we've changed, his room has changed a little bit. How much? And he's not there. Come on, we need specifics. Well, we put, we put a sofa in, which he requested. He's got some household admin folders in there yeah and i'm basically writing in there so it's got some books what but it's no longer his room as it used to be yeah yeah 
because he's not there. Yeah. But when he gets back, his room's immediately a mess anyway. It's not like he's ever taken pride in his room, but I totally get what he means. Yeah, it's, it's subconscious, isn't it? It's deeper yeah. than that. Yeah. I want to return back to how it was. But We're navigating a weird transition, isn't it? It can't be how it was. Yeah, no, completely. And well, it's same for my daughter. It's really sad about... She just misses primary school because she had such good mates and stuff. Yes, yeah. And she was being really honest with about that, but also um, going up about it. As uh, she went back to school after Christmas, she's like, I'm not going to miss it anymore because it's gone. But yeah, she's gutted, you know. But it is, it's not... It's, you always have that sense that that time is still going on somewhere and you can just go, go back to it. What? Okay. Yeah, this is us. So we finished on the canal for today. Cool. Lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, really nice. Just to run up the hill back to Newington Green. This is uh, Rosemary Branch right now. So she's decided to say goodbye to, the, to primary school. Yeah. And try and let it go. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but she's no. aware of the issue. But it, here's another one. One of our comedian contemporaries yes. went and did a, one of our comedian contemporaries gigs. Yes. It's a small gig in North London, yeah. run by a comedian. Right. By all accounts, really nice. Yeah. I can well believe that. I want to go and do it myself. So here's a comedian on Facebook saying, really lovely, nice to do, classic gig. Um, not like some of these try and get on a three minute cable channel contract gigs oh, so right, another yeah, comedian yeah. coming <laughs> and saying oh yeah such a shame I think where did this negativity come from yes yeah. comedy gigs are nice yeah it's true that they're not all lovely but generally they are yes and no but that's an example of someone just being just really negative and yeah Jeez, projection, I isn't it? it? complete projection yeah the reason I thought of it is they were talking about this club this London Club, the Meccano Club. Yes. Did you ever play the Meccano Club? Yes, I did back, See, back in the day, back in the old days. Tellingly, I didn't because by the time I was getting paid sets, it had gone. Right. That puts it 15 years ago. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was a long, long time ago. And there's several people talking about how lovely it was. It's like, you might as well say <laughs> how lovely it was going to work on a horse. Yes. You know, yeah, that yeah. time's gone. Hello, things change. Yeah, and also, ding, ding. I bet there were some pretty horrible nights at the Meccano. Oh, there were some awful nights They everywhere. conveniently forget those nights. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely You can't, you just can't, out, you just can't live life that way. No, 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 no. No, you can't. It's and you've got to watch it because of. I'm sure these people thought they were being positive because it came from a point of celebrating this gig. But stand-up is a beautiful thing. Celebrate all the clubs. Yeah. Set the hard ones. You're just saying you're just a, you're just saying you're an old pain in the ass, aren't you? Really? Yeah. I'm sorry to be so rude, but you are. It's just like saying it's not like it was. Yeah. I did a gig in Bista yesterday. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Ah, oh, Bista. I was, <laughs> I was only confused. Great comedy for the older members of the audience. Spelt by sister, isn't it? It is. Which initially caused massive confusion on my part. Yeah, yeah. So that was my in. Which I want to, I want to check it out. I'm quite by curious sister. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a lovely gig, I was Yeah. It was really nice. A lot of it's nice not as nice as the Meccano used to be. No. No, back in the 80s. <laughs> back in the late 80s. When, interesting enough, I was a lot younger and optimistic myself. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> It's not like it was back when I used to suffer fools a lot more gladly. (laughs) It's not like it was when I had hope. (laughs) Before the hope left. Hope springs eternal, doesn't it? What is your hope? No, no, no. What is your... Do you do resolutions? Like, sort of career... We talked a bit about that, didn't we? You go to Edinburgh and stuff. Are you going to Edinburgh? Well... You've made that decision, yeah. 
this um, sense of hope and being a moany old comedian, there are lots of potential Edinburgh previews flying around. Right. Yeah? Do you want to come to? They're always far away. You know? yeah. You're going to come to North Wales on a Wednesday night in June yeah. and do an Edinburgh preview. And I can remember, you know, the years, more than one year, several years, when I think, oh, great. Yeah. And just fill up my diary yeah. with these Edinburgh previews. Yeah. Start getting excited about it. And uh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing this year. Right. And I was a bit depressed yesterday because I was just thinking that that's just happening now. You know, there's messages right. flying yeah, around. Right, starting to come through. And I said, oh, God, I've got to drive to Ludlow. <laughs> and there's not going to be anyone there. Yeah. I haven't, don't know what the room's like. I haven't written anything yet, so I don't know what jokes I'm going to be telling. And the whole thing is just, I was like, just exactly the same as a person online. I was just like, yes, off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except just on my own. Yeah, but it's good to just thinking, oh, hypocrisy's a given. Everything that we slag everyone else for doing, oh, I'd yeah. like everyone now to know that we do do that. Oh, yeah. We just tend not to share it on I Facebook. Think that, I think specifically, <laughs> there is a, you know, we're, we're on a, we're on the brink of being comedians of a certain age. Who yes. talk about there, there is a, it's, it's a culture. It's a group yeah. we could be in. We're yeah. probably lucky to be, just for example, runners and have the choice of yes. being in a different group. Yeah. That's one thing I felt today, actually. I was thinking about this morning a little bit about my life. And I mean, I don't know if it's an age thing. I found myself in lots of different groups. Yeah. Like the running. I go to church. Or the allotment. Yeah. Or stand up. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not all in on any one of them. No. I'm kind of spread amongst them. Yeah. And there's great things about that. As well, because it shows how varietous my life is. Yeah. Basically I was thinking, I haven't got as many mates as I used to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on a simple level. I've got lots of mates. Yeah. But that close thing. Yeah. Because what you get when you when you commit to a tribe is you get loads of yeah you get loads of mates and but I've got I, running mates I've got church mates I've got, but do you know what I mean in terms of like I'm spread. You want to go to the pub with your next door neighbour? <laughs> well, the, off, the offer's there. The offer's open. He's more of a kind of cross generational thing. He's even more spreading because he's obviously God bless him. I've got enough close mates from, who I don't see very often. Yeah. But it's just that gang thing. Yeah. And all because of the nature of our work. And this is the upside. We're working on a weekend. Facebook. I do like that minor contact with people you, you I know do. you really like. Yeah. That no. you, you seldom see and that little bit of contact is enough. I agree. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheers. And um, just that little bit of connection. But I think that, I think it goes deeper than that. I think that, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's something me and my wife have talked about. I think that we're these... Like you, from the first days, I could never truly sign up to one tribe. Right. Because I had too much FOMO. Not that that was a phrase. I don't even know what it means. Fear of missing out. All right, okay. About all the other tribes. Right. And for me, this is completely tied in with being a comedian. Right. You know, and indeed, social networking stuff. I don't want to entirely commit to a small club of people at the expense of all the other ones. Right. And in life, you're supposed to. You're supposed to do one or the other. I can see the way up. I can see the virtue in doing it, but it's sort of... It's not like there's much going on at the allotment. 
Do you know what I mean? I say a social circle. It's basically two people who've said hello. Yeah, yeah. It's that thing of how you're choosing to spend your time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I never... There's no... I had one night out with the lads last year with my old group of mates. Yeah. That's not enough, is it? Well, yeah. For but me, that's not enough. And for me, that would be one too many. Right. I don't know well, any I, lads. I just loved it. I absolutely <laughs> had a great time. It's just that... I think the other thing is, you know, never mind... You know, you, you, it's nearly all tied in with hobbies. And some of it's Even age. the comedy you were talking socially. Yeah. But I think that as a comedian with a family, when are you going to do it? I know, I know. You know, I your know. family is your tribe. Yes, no, you're right. your comedy right. is your social time. Yeah, but my family don't want to talk to me. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. <laughs> I'm not cool enough for Rudy. Bonnie's all, Bonnie sees me with some kind of mobile cash machine. George is annoyed. Stroke library idiot. Yeah, yeah, stroke <laughs> library buffoon. And, you know, and Rachel's busy at work and I don't see her on weekends because of the gigs. Yep. Something needs to change. Yeah, all right. Maybe I just need to start drinking again. We should go but to Cyprus it. and run up the hills. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good fun. Yeah. Uh, that was great. I had a memory uh, came up online of being uh, in Cyprus this week. Yeah. I think four years ago. Just some of the best running Ever. They were lovely, yeah. So good. Yeah, we used to get, for people who don't know, we used to get sent away to do gigs for the troops in Cyprus for yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks or a week. Really nice, hilly terrain. Beautiful. A little bit of sort of altitude wasn't it? Because it, yeah. was it was quite high, wasn't it? You used yeah. to come back definitely fitter yeah. than normal. You run out nice the door, weather. up the hill to the village, yeah, along beautiful. the ridge to the cliffs. Oh, God, it was Absolutely good. Absolutely gorgeous, and yeah. Oh, you know... Being paid to go, yeah, paid there for well. work, paid well to, yeah, yeah. to do very little work. <laughs> yes, and those wonder, were wonder, the days. Why those my gigs friend. aren't there anymore? Because <laughs> yeah. they're not viable. Better than the Meccano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I mean, Meccano. You know, all our kids would go. I don't know what Meccano is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but that you know, it might as well be called the the Hoop and Ball Club. That kind of what that your comment then about those gigs aren't viable that's what is happening now isn't it it feels like it's not really bubble bursting it's just more like a new realism isn't it yeah yeah just realism setting in we used to get paid handsomely to go away and sometimes do sometimes you'd only do two gigs in the week yeah and sometimes we still do get <laughs> i mean ultimately we're stand-up comedians we're the day when we're not being paid well for doing something silly and easy <laughs> is the day when our career is over. <laughs> but so, but yeah, some awareness of that is key, I think. Yeah, I think so. Not like the Meccano. <laughs> paid loads at the Meccano. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely loads. Didn't even have to do a gig, just got paid for showing up. I'm still getting paid. Yeah. Those checks just come in. Straight in my account. The Meccano money's in again, love. <laughs> That was a it's really like those nice corporate gigs. I was having a chat the other day about whether someone's getting all those corporate gigs. Yeah. Well, we, we, if anyone's getting them, we get them. We do some of them. Yeah. And uh, just wondering if they still exist. I mean, what an industry. Yeah. What an amount of money flying around. Yeah, but just for no a, good reason. I think a lot of people are doing them for less now, aren't they? Yeah. Killing our industry. This was a really nice, uh, nice gig. Nice state of fitness. I don't feel too. Banged out by no by a, 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 a cosy ten miles. These Feels shoes really nice. These Tell shoes me about the shoes. They kind of hurt my toes. Right. They don't hurt the toes that are injured. 
Oh, is that, nice. is that a good or a bad thing? That's I, nice. Isn't it branching I don't out? Know how to feel? Yeah. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, it's sort of good and bad, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The worst thing is on the right foot where I had the, where I've got the deformed toe that I broke last year. Yeah. I just keep stubbing it. Right. The woman, the chiropodist said to me, "You're very clumsy, aren't you?" <laughs> And I look down and she's just looking at feet and ankles just covered That's in scars. Funny. That's funny. Above and beyond any treatment I could give you. You're a clumsy person. Yeah, can you stop kicking things? So diagnosis going to the chemist with a paper saying, I'm clumsy. <laughs> clumsy. <laughs> Stay in. Wear your slippers. Take that curly frowned mirror off the landing. Where are you gigging this weekend, mate? Where are you at? I'll be uh, back on the marathon route. Oh, yeah. Up the creek in Greenwich. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing Brighton for a few nights. Oh, it's beautiful. I've got a review. That bent double gig we were talking about last time. Right. That's got a review. Right. Look at Comedia on Twitter. It's a lovely review. That's lovely. Yeah, four stars. Four stars. That was a really nice run. Get in touch. Tell us how you're getting on for the uh, hope your various that races. We, we got into the chat, but obviously... We did a fair bit. That, that marathon stuff is useful to you. Um, you certainly, it's always useful to go over it. That's the thing. There's we no fair bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, repetition. There's no, there's no risk in stating the obvious because all of it is about training up your subconscious. So it's always and you worth pick going up back. little things every new marathon you get as well. So any tips that anyone's picked up that want to share, just get on our Facebook page. We ran nine and lovely. three quarter miles, and it took us just over an hour and a half. So that's, that's good. fine. That's not bad that's at okay. all, is it? And um, yeah, I think that that. Uh, so you, uh, something, I just lost my thread, and I wanted to say it before we went. Let's fumble. Let's finish with me forgetting what no, I was going to say. Okay. No, those things. It's amazing. You can repeat a uh, a marathon-related old saw, yeah, for three years, and then be doing a run and go, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's worth repeating all these things because they you suddenly get them. And I, uh, yeah, so we'll keep talking about it. It's all in the training, isn't it? The more you train, the more you're going to enjoy it. Thanks to everyone who got in touch about all the spring marathons. Good luck with your training. Good luck with your marathons. So many marathons happening. So many different races as well. Yeah. And, of course, it's all part of the big uh, push for the ultra for me, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because we've, yeah, 26. You you want to run 46, that's what you want to do. You want to run uh, uh, 92. 46 hilly miles. 92 miles and 385 (laughs) yards. So you can give the queen away at the end. (laughs) Um, Get in touch. Give us a a Facebook or get in touch on Run Compod Twitter. And have a good week. Good luck. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.